This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. All right, everybody, let's go. Let's do another episode of the podcast. Uh, as always, this is Paul Goff. Ecstatic to be here with you to... Um, to talk to you um it is friday it is march the 27th uh the world's changed a little bit uh to say the least in the last uh few days i'm um in orlando uh under a lockdown here in orlando so um this is quite a fun um quite a fun situation i've got a, a six-month-old screaming uh, behind me in his uh in his cot in his crib there and i've got my two boys out the front of the room that i'm in uh, playing out the back and i've got uh apparently uh horticulture gardening uh comes under essential maintenance so uh, just as i've turned on this podcast somebody started to cut all of the hedges and the grass out of the front of the house so um so it's going to be fun anyway we've got bigger uh, things to talk about and uh, problems to solve but wherever you are i hope you're well i hope you're safe and everybody's um everybody's well in your family and Obviously, look, do do everything that the government and everybody's advising you to do from a health point of view. I'm obviously not here to talk about those types of things. Um, I believe people are adult and uh, big enough and respectful enough to, uh, you know, do what they think is right in this period of time. I'm here to talk about how to help you immunize your business. That's really what uh, my role is in, you know, in this next few weeks and months for you. Uh, and a big conversation that we're going to have today is around that, uh, is around that topic. It's obviously going to be dominated by coronavirus. And really, uh, what we're going to do is answer the question of what if patients stay away from your clinic for six months can you survive without income what if patients stay away from your pt clinic for six months can you survive without any income coming in and we're going to talk about these things um, on this podcast uh, today so the first thing i I jump in and just tell you as you listen to this is just um, you've kind of got to get grounded in reality right now and i think the business owners that I'm speaking to non-stop, my throat is sore right now. I've, honestly, I've spoke to more people this week than I think I ever have in my life from somebody who's typically an introvert and keeps himself to himself and um, doesn't necessarily like being on the phone. I've spent a lot of time on the phone, obviously not just uh, talking to family back home in Britain, but also colleagues and clients and uh, members of uh, our programs all over the world. It's 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 a difficult time, but I tell you what, I always try and find the positives in things, and it's bringing me closer to a lot of people. So it's great, and um, you know, all of the members that we're working with, it's uh, it's now that um, you know those those guys need us more than ever, and it's uh, been stunning to watch an uptick in the number of people who are joining our mastermind calls and cash club calls and uh, working with our team and just reaching out to me and being active in the Facebook group. It's just wonderful to see all of that going on, and hopefully you've got something like that you know going on in in your life, a support group if you like, because. Um, now more than ever uh you absolutely need one so the first thing i would tell you is to is to um you've got to get grounded in reality you've got to know the situation uh, the business owners that are panicking right now it's because they don't know their situation fear comes from not knowing the truth uncertainty right everyone's uncertain right now and the business owners that are certain about the situation even if they don't like it are the ones who will come out of it um I believe human beings are wonderful at solving any situation and capable of solving almost every situation. Um, the key is to know what the situation is, however grim that it is. So you've got to get an accurate reality check, if you like, on what your cash situation is, what, what the, the the absolute worst scenario is, what's the 
uh, middle ground worst case scenario and what's the, the reality scenario, okay? Is it 25% hit? Is it 10% hit? Is it 50% hit? Is it 100% hit for a month? Um, which for some of you, that might be the case if you know, you're know you 100% in clinic and you don't do telehealth or online and so on. But once you know what that is right now, it's possible to create a plan from there. Leadership is about certainty. Uh, now more than ever, you're going to need to step up and be a leader for yourself, for your team, for your colleagues. Um, some people might not like the decisions you're going to have to make with cuts and various things. So be it. Like <laughs> Some people don't like the decisions that the Prime Minister and the President's making right now, uh, but we know it's for our good. Uh, we don't always like what the doctor tells us, but we, we have to take the medicine. Um, when we're sick, when we're ill, nobody likes the injections, nobody likes the surgery, uh, but it's the medicine that we have to, uh, you know, the, the prescription, if you like, that we have to swallow. And now more than ever, I think, as a leader, um, that's, you know, that's what you've got to face up to. So get a reality check on your situation. Um, how bad is the situation? And once you know how bad uh, the situation is, create a worst case scenario. Um, I, I use the analogy of a red for really, you know, worst case scenario. Amber for it's that's possible and likely to where we could end up. And green, you know, with a bit of luck um, and, and a lot of action, a lot of intervention, a little bit of help from, uh, you know, lady luck, if you like, is green. So make sure you you have that because if you don't have an understanding of those things you you're going to you're going to just be fearful and you're going to be running around and you'll follow 99% of the world which is all just hysteria and fear right now and feeling as though everything is against you um it is what it is it's it, this is life it's a leveler um for me it's exciting i love this situation i i i'm i just love these scenarios it's it's bring it on and and I don't want to be in this scenario but I love this scenario it's like this is at every moment of every day you're going to be tested um, your uh, thought processes your energy your decisions your actions this is now what I think leaders uh, we thrive on this we absolutely thrive on this so uh, make sure you get around good and smart people and um, at the very least get yourself an accurate understanding of the situation that you are um that you're in and from that you can create a plan so we're going to talk about um this whole concept of what if patients stay away it's very real for potentially for for certain places you know this could the, the worst case scenario uh, for me is that three to six months my clinic shut down on monday for full disclosure um so there is no income coming through that business uh, right now um we're gonna have to make uh, initiatives whether it's telehealth or whether it's online or whatever moving forward so it's possible, and I brace the team for um, anything up to three to six months. I don't believe we will be shut for that long, but the question is, what if we were? What would we do? Could we survive without any income? And obviously the answer is no. Uh, so we've got to be um, doing things to make sure that we've got cash flow coming through uh, the doors. And telehealth is a big subject, and um, I've got some interesting things uh, to talk about today on that topic. And what I want you to um, write this down, there's a, a big thing happening next week uh, in regards to telehealth. It's uh, polgoff.com forward slash telehealth. So just bookmark that link or go there right now and take a look at some information that's on that page, polgoff.com forward slash telehealth. I'm putting together the world's biggest uh, program uh, on telehealth that kicks off next Thursday, the 2nd of April at 5 o'clock Eastern. Um, as well as speaking to hundreds of business owners, I've been searching uh, the world for the absolute best uh, experts, authorities, influencers on the uh, subject of telehealth. Uh, and so far, I've lined eight of them up. I'm hoping to get 10 
we're going to be covering everything from how to get started, how to keep legal, what's the processes you need, what's the policies, what's the consent forms look like, what's the best software that you should be using, how to market, what does your website need to look like, how much should you charge, um, uh, what the billing codes need to look like, what insurance companies and carriers, how does it work with Medicare if you're in the US. And a big one that I think a lot of people underestimate when it comes to telehealth is actually how do you get results for people on telehealth. I know a lot of you are thinking about that right now, um, but one of your concerns is, um, well, how do I get results for people? I'm, I'm used to you know giving them hands-on. So I've lined up um, an international uh, physio guy uh, from England who is England Rugby League's uh, head physio. He works with sports athletes all over the world and has done for years using telehealth. And he's going to uh, be part of the program to teach you how to diagnose and prescribe and ultimately get results for clients using telehealth. So uh, this will be huge. Um, it isn't a one-hour webinar or anything like that. It's a program. It's going to last six weeks. And my goal is that uh, you don't just be Become a uh, somebody who dabbles with telehealth, like you know, a lot of people are doing right now. They're just dabbling with telehealth. As always, I believe in doing things right. Uh, we're lining up a six-week program that takes you from telehealth novice to telehealth expert, so that you're not just going to use telehealth through um, the coronavirus situation. Uh, you can quite rightly call yourself a telehealth expert, a telehealth expert at the end of this, and um, you'll have a completely new revenue stream, which I've encouraged many people to consider. Uh, what would your business look like if, for example, uh, you said um, you wanted to make half a million dollars uh, with in-clinic visits, but you added $150,000 from telehealth visits from people all over the world? Some people are going to come out of this very, very smartly and very, very nicely and much better off than they went into the situation if you choose wisely. So uh, take a look at that page. You can go there now, paulgoff.com forward slash telehealth, all one word, telehealth, uh, or just send an email, paul at paulgoff, uh it's going to be massive uh, my mastermind members will be involved in it uh, and I'll be bringing on a lot of my masterminders who are uh, already telehealth experts and doing it and they're in the trenches uh, and mixing those guys with a cocktail of experts and influencers who will uh, just turn this into the greatest program uh, that's ever been created for uh, for telehealth it's not a one-hour webinar there's no way that you can become an expert in telehealth through one one-hour webinar or a, you know a, a fact sheet or a download or a free report or anything like that this is the uh, Rolls Royce if you like the, the Ferrari of um, telehealth programs and I've lined up the world's best experts it's um, in you know I'm in a unique position where I have uh, influence if you like because of the people I know and contacts I've got with the role that I've got and um, I pulled it out of the bag this time to get people from all over the world to uh, to take part in this program to add, uh, advise and, and guide over a six-week period how to become a telehealth expert so we're going to kick off that on Thursday uh, the 2nd of April at 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, we're only taking 35 people into the program. Uh, it's going to be pretty uh, pretty intense and pretty heavy. And uh, obviously, as always, we want to make sure that the quality is there. So uh, be sure if that's something that is of interest to you, head over there now and get registered, paulgoff.com forward slash telehealth. Um, and it kind of leads nicely into really what we're talking about today Um because the idea really that you know the people will stay away from your practice from for six months is very possible for some people depending upon where you are um you know what state you're in now for full perspective some states are not not affected anywhere near um as somewhere like new york or la or seattle and um just to give you some global context on this the reason um, is obvious and you might be in a certain town or state so some people I've spoke to this week in Texas Harker Heights spoke to a guy 70-80% as normal you know he's lost 10-20% still and we're deep 
deep into the crisis right now and that you speak to somebody in New Jersey who's obviously shut because you know they, they can't get into the facility because they're in a gym so everybody's being affected differently and I just want to encourage you to continue to consider that um, to give you some perspective where I'm from Britain there are 70 million people in a country that is half the size of Florida 70 million people in a country that is half the size of Florida where there's probably what six to eight million so there's already a certain level of social distancing going on in some towns and some cities and some states, right? So when you're seeing people panic on Facebook that they're closed down and nobody wants to come and see them, I just want you to remember that it doesn't necessarily mean that the same thing is going to happen to you. I'm in touch with 350 plus uh, members um, and some of them are, are reporting 80% occupancy in their clinic. And yet, you know, some clinics in, in uh, LA, in Texas and, you know, Houston or, or big kind of cities, are being affected more than others so just get some perspective and just because it's happening to somebody else doesn't mean it's going to be as bad for you my goal of this podcast is to prepare you for the absolute worst what if patients stay away from your clinic for six months what would you do if you've lost your income because of it um then you've got to solve the cash flow crisis that obviously is inevitably going to come your way now this leads me on to the two points that i'm really going to talk about i think the first thing that you've got to do is pick a lane right and you're either in the protection or the expanding protection or expanding lane if you are desperate for cash and you've lost your cash and there's no income coming in then you need to protect like crazy right now you need to fight with the banks you need to make sure you get everything that's coming your way from the government you need to make sure that you've made the massive cuts you know to your to your rent your landlord isn't getting paid for a month or two uh your tax bill has kicked down the can all of your anything that is big and chunky you know your staff costs need to be reduced and i've had people ask me how i've dealt with that well i've dealt with it very um simply and very uh confidently uh, with all of my team and suggested uh that a 20 percent pay cut if we have to move to that point isn't out of the uh, question quite simply because it's not possible for you to spend 20 percent of your, your your pay right now you cannot go to restaurants you can't go away you can't get your hair cut you can't go to the gym you're not taking your kids out to, to parks and theme parks and spending money on ice creams and clothes and various things so the first 20 percent cut is just it's just that nobody's really going to feel it because that's the bit that you're all you know we're all spending our money on um if we could actually leave our homes so I think with the team, you've just got to look at it and go, okay, great. If, if this closes for a week, he's the first cut. If this closes for two weeks, he's the second cut. And if it's the three, four, five weeks, and he's, he's what it looks like before I start laying people off. And you've just got to be very real with the situation. I think um, somebody asked me yesterday, should you tell your team how bad it is? Absolutely. If you're a patient and a doctor doesn't tell you the truth, how pissed are you? This is leadership for every one of you. And I know you're trying to protect people because you're healthcare. But you can't. That you're not protecting them by lying to them. The first thing that I did uh, was um, when I realised how bad or big this situation could be was brace everybody that I love. I rang my sister, around my mother, I told my brother, "This is the situation. This could get big. It might not, but I'm bracing you for the worst. I'm bracing you for the worst. If you're buying anything now, more fool you. If you're spending money, you, you're going to be at home for a month and you have access to a phone in your hand which is connected to Amazon and other clothes, Asos and all this shit, Zappos." It'd be very tempted. You will be very tempted to buy things on this these platforms now because you're bored, you're lethargic, you're not at work. You you'll start exercising for you for a few days and you'll do what everybody else does. You'll drop off after four or five. You'll turn to alcohol. You'll you'll just become sloth like, and when that happens you lose your willpower and you start buying more things. And I think as a leader, these are the things you've got to bring to your team. 
um, and this is who you've got to be, that you have to tip them off of the real issue here, which is not going to be financial for most people because the governments are, in this situation, going to bail a hell of a lot of people out. And so they should. Um, they, you know, So they should. They're going to have to. And then we'll have to all bite the bullet as a, as a country, uh, as a global economy, if you like, with tax rises and various things that are coming down the line. And that's... You know that's fine. I certainly won't be whinging when the taxes get risen, uh, get uh, rise next year because it's because of this situation. Um, and I genuinely back pretty much everything that the government's in in every country is doing. I wholeheartedly support the clauses. I think they're doing the right thing for the greater good of of everybody. Um, and I just think that people have to you know kind of face up to the to the situation, uh, have a plan for the absolute worst case scenario. So if you need cash, you've got to fight. You've got to kick off with the banks. You've got to you know stay on hold for four hours if that's what you've got to do. Uh, your rent, your, your landlord might have to wait 30 days to get this check or, you know, add $1,000 a month every month for the next 10 months. They're going to do all of these things that, you know, they're not going to kick you out. They're probably not legally going to be allowed to do it. And even if they, they try, <laughs> it's literally my phrase would be put me in the fucking queue with everybody else because the queue out of the fucking county court door is going to be the biggest line. It'll be bigger than the lines at Disney World for crying out loud on the day it reopens. So let's let's get some perspective on all of this. Uh, judges are going to come down very harshly on landlords who try to be bastards through this situation. Um, so all of this is in your favour right now. Um, all of a sudden, you you know you hold a little bit of power. I'm not saying don't pay your landlord. I'm saying kick it down the can. I'm saying if you ask for payment holds with people, be prepared to pay an extra twenty dollars or fifty dollars in the months that you're back in business. Just do the right thing because we're all in this together. Um, you know that's that's the reality of the situation. If you need a payment break on your rent, it's five thousand dollars. Just agree to pay five thousand five hundred for the next ten months. Just be humane and civil and right and and decent through this situation. And um, you'll come out of it very, very well. And uh, the people who don't do things like that, they'll get what's coming to them uh, because people will treat them like shit. So just be you know, super cautious of those types of things. Don't don't treat landlords like shit just because of whatever. Ask for a payment break or give yourself a payment break, but just make sure you pay them back. Is uh, And by the way, I'm a landlord with 30 plus properties. This is going to happen to me. So uh, the medicine that I'm uh, prescribing is the one I'm going to have to swallow. Believe me, I, I do live that that way that uh, I'm not exempt from any of uh, you know that type of thing. So so if you need to protect your cash, right, that, that really um, is one lane. You've got to fight, you've got to kick, you've got to scream, and you've got to look at replacing your income, which is where something like telehealth kicks in, which... For most of us, that's probably the obvious place that we're going to have to go is to replace, you know, replace income. Even if we can get 40 or 50% of our income through telehealth, it's going to keep the wolf from the door for the next month. And and that's really all this situation is. Nobody really should be trying to, you know, focusing or worrying about making a profit. It's just literally don't go back. Try not to dip into savings for, for paying bills for the next month. It's like, what can we do? We're, we're, we're drowning, right? We're kicking and screaming. I'm not going down without a fight. It's like I'm coming out every day swinging. I'm kicking. I'm punching. I'm counter-punching. I'm doing everything I can. I'm not giving it up. And that's the mentality that you're going to have to have through this next three or four weeks. The next three or four weeks, I said it on the last podcast, right? It, it, what's going to happen? Eventually, coronavirus will be in the background. It will be there. The cases will still be around, but people will get used to it. The, the minute that the restaurants and bars are open again, coronavirus is not going away. It's still going to be there, but the government will start to slowly... Uh, allow people out and to do things and so on and I, and I think most of what they've done now to close everybody in is just to stop the spread of, of the you know stop the the rush of people going to the hospital they know that coronavirus is still going to be around for three to six months after everything opens back up but hopefully by then the cases are, are not as um, rabid if you like they're not multiplying daily but they're still going to be there and that's the bit you've got to get you know again get get some accurate thinking 
coronavirus is still going to be around when the restaurants and the bars open back up. But the thing that will happen then, ideally, and I think what the governments want to happen, is that less people are going to the hospital. They still know people are going to the hospital, but less people, and obviously they're going to have time to manufacture uh, ventilators and and all of the drugs and things that people are going to need to get through it. So they're not stupid. They're they're realistic that coronavirus is not going away when the economy reopens and we all allow back out out of our houses. But they're doing it to limit the number of people who go to hospital because that's the real problem. The real problem is the hospitals can't cope. The real problem is not coronavirus. It's that we don't have enough beds and ventilators and so on and so forth for the current speed at which it's multiplying. So brace yourself for that. It's still going to be around, but people will adapt and people will, in the background, know, much like other illnesses and other diseases that we uh, accept and are in our life and other risks, such as car crashes and so on and so forth, which I, again, you know, it's just facts. It's just the truth. We all learn to live with dangers in our life um every single day it's just that we're not talking about them on social media and facebook which in the end um all of this will die down just like everything else uh does so if you need cash you've got to get in a lane of protecting what you've got kick and fight and scream be respectful to people of you know your your, your people in your streams because you're going to need them all when you come back all of your subscriptions and uh your, your emrs and all these types of things don't treat them like shit um but but protect yourself if you like but just make sure that if you ask for payment breaks or you you know your rent or your whatever you, you agree to pay it back somehow further down the line that's just the right thing uh to do so the other lane you can get in if you don't need the cash is to expand right so if you need the cash and you know again what's the basic principle of running a business always have three months operating cash on hand well now everybody knows why i I think one one of the things and this isn't to to sort of blow my own trumpet if you like but one of the things that i'm proud of about what i've done for the last five years is do nothing but teach you principles right i and you if you listen to all now more than 300 podcasts i venomously disagree sometimes with the level of tactics that are spouted by certain business coaches and just things that are like this is the latest this and whatever else right my teaching has been principle based from day one and often i repeat the same thing multiple times just in different ways because it doesn't go away the, the right thing to do is the right thing to do whether it's in a crisis whether it's in a in a um in a boom in a bust it's the same thing like the, you, you just the principles do not ever go away and I think what you um, have to hopefully realize through this situation is is things like lead generation and things like relationships with your customers. So let me give you an example of why one of the principles I've been teaching you for five years is now going to come back to haunt many businesses who haven't been listening, who've been relying solely on workshops. Spare a thought for people whose entire income right now is based around the workshop, right? There's people who've been piddling workshops forever and it is the primary source of income for a business usually a pt business right that was the classic let's all run a workshop great how's that going to work for the next six to nine months it isn't you're dead right and i don't say this lightly um but i'll say it anyway to me if i relied exclusively on one source of marketing and that thing got stripped away from me it's my fault it's not coronaviruses it's because i've been too lazy to consider other options like lead generation, like Facebook, like Google, like newspaper advertising, like follow-up systems, like Infusionsoft. Right now, information is king. Data usage on the internet's gone up by 50%. People are looking for information. Yeah, they're pissing about on social and so on. But you know, really what people are doing now is putting out their Facebook Lives and now they're giving away free content and all this stuff that I've been teaching you for the last five years. Um, information has always been king. It always will be. 
if for example now you were able to run a newspaper ad or a facebook ad and you're in new york um, yeah you might not be able to get somebody to come for an appointment but you could offer them a free report and from that you could offer your uh, attention your time because you're sat at home on your ass but now when your leads come in they're much more likely to answer the phone because they're at home sat on their ass and you begin a wonderful human to human relationship with somebody that says i know we can't meet in person right now but we can either do some telehealth together or i can check in with you twice between now and the next three weeks when this clinic opens back up and guess what they'll be your first patient when all of this um, opens back up information and relationships has been the the, the the foundation and the bedrock of everything i've taught you for five years and this now more than ever is the period we should always have been using it anyway workshops are dead I, I did a podcast on this a few years ago the workshop is dead as you know it for six to nine months if not longer because there is no way most of them are not even in six months people are not going to sit next to other people in a in a clinic with 50 people or 25 people coughing and sneezing and so on and so forth you need to get in the real world if you think your workshops are your source of um, clients for the next virtually maybe but certainly not you know so that the classic workshop is dead as you know it and and um, I feel for for people who have been you know kind of led down that path if you like that it's the the only ticket in town and it, it you know it's good while it's good but it's like anything a uh, single point of failure if it's your workshops you're dead um, you've got to switch to the stuff that I've taught you on accelerator uh, acceleratornow.com is the place to go uh, if you want that type of information it's timeless it will be good for you in the good times and it'll be even better for you in the bad times so my point is when i spoke to a business owner recently um in fact it was the guy I spoke to from harker heights he said well there's no point in me running my newspaper ads he said they've been really successful but it, it attracts an older client who doesn't want to come out and i said well why would you stop that he said well because they can't come for treatment i said yes for a couple of weeks and if you're thinking that you're just going to get people to call you and book appointments then that's not marketing that's sales that's advertising marketing is about building relationships so the scenario is now you run an ad you'll get more people who call simply because they're all at home reading the newspaper right and more people are on the we we run an ads agency on the side and 80 percent of our clients are experiencing significant growth in the number of leads that they're getting and it's obvious we ain't done that much difference but 75 percent of the world is spending more time on their phone right now 50% data use, so they're taking their free reports, so the leads are coming through the door. And the mindset now becomes relationship-based. What can I do to nurture a relationship with the, the 20, 30, 40, 50 leads that I'm going to get this month so that they become my first 30 to 35 patients when I'm allowed to open back up? That's the mindset that you need. Not to crumble, not to kick off, not to panic, not to do whatever. It's to get through, protect the next two or three weeks, so that your business is in such a position in three weeks or four weeks or however long it takes in your state or your country when these doors open you will be flooded and the lost income from the from the last two or three weeks is replaced very quickly because you've got twice as many people who want to see you who ordinarily would have come in there is a reason it is a financial year not a financial month that concept is being lost on a lot of people right now again the businesses that are being exposed who haven't ran by principles who who don't really understand business at the best of times all of that's coming back to bite their ass right now the people have been living day to day that's why they're panicking if you can get your head up and you can breathe and you can understand that there is a financial year you all watch sport you watch baseball you watch basketball you watch soccer you might go in winning in the first quarter it's very possible that you could get severely beaten in q2 but come back fighting after a pep talk from your manager in Q3 and Q4 and ultimately win the game. It's possible that you could still be beaten in Q3 and still win the game 
with some heroic comeback in Q4. That's possible for all of you. Right now, every single one of you has a choice and all of the decisions you make today, the people that you surround yourself with today, the podcast that you listen to, the coaching that you take, the, um, the, the network that you've got, all of that's going to dictate whether or not you get through this year and you come out of 2020 making uh, the same, if not more money than you were hoping to do. So pick a lane, either protect yourself, in which case kick and fight and scream um, and preserve cash or expand. And if you expand, it's about systems. It's about developing your lead generation. It's about developing your website. It's about developing your Google ads, your Facebook ads, your conversion. It's about um, training your team. So in our uh, mastermind group, we've uh, launched initiatives now almost daily to uh, work with any clinic that is closed uh, to continue to train their staff, keep them on Zoom calls together, keep the culture, keep the uh, community kind of feel, if you like, because that was one of my biggest fears when we closed the clinic on Monday. Uh, what would happen to my community? What would happen to my culture? What would happen to my staff's sharpness? Because I need them to answer the phone in a few weeks when we open back up. So we've launched an initiative in the uh in the group to be able to work with clinics that have closed and continue to train the staff for them, keep them all on Zoom calls and so on and so forth. That's part of expanding, developing. So some businesses can, can do both. Some businesses should rightly hunt for cash at the same time as expanding and developing their system. Some businesses just need to, to, to stay alive and just swim. And they're the ones who've got to look at things like telehealth or online initiatives, websites, exercise platforms and so on and so forth. So that's my first point. If you need the cash, you've got to protect. Beg, steal, and borrow with the landlord and the banks, but be respectful. Telehealth will be your undoubted best next step to keep even some cash coming through the doors. Even if you kept 40%, just cover your costs for a month. Or if you're in the other lane, you've got a good balance sheet, you've got money in the bank. By the way, a lot of businesses have. Um, what's interesting about the mastermind is I know a lot of their balance sheets. Many of our business owners, I haven't even heard from and I, and I won't I won't hear from them the, other than a, a question on a mastermind call because they're sitting with with cash on hand which I've been teaching them to do for the last year or two sadly there's a culture here in the US and I love the US so don't be take this the wrong way but one of the cultures here is spend 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 and it's almost when you get the money somebody wants to take it off you uh, I went to the post this morning the mailbox and it had three letters from credit card companies wanting to increase or offer me a new credit card or increase my credit congratulations you've qualified for an additional thousand dollars on your credit card the culture here is to spend um i've been a, a huge advocate of cash is king there's a, there's a reason my newsletter is called cash is king uh because sitting on cash helps me breathe at night and many times i've argued with people who've said well you're losing money and you know inflation and all this stuff i'm like yeah yeah how's that how's that working for you right now opportunity knocks and if you're sitting with cash even if i lose money each week or each month because it's not invested in the stock market or whatever. If I can sit there and I can get through these types of situations because I can breathe, I can relax, I can make good decisions, the ROI on that is significantly more than any stock market will ever give me or any house will ever give me, and I invest in both. So I'd strongly encourage you to start to develop that type of mindset. It's a discipline, uh, but it's a much-needed one um, in business. And again, it's part of the things that I've been teaching. It's not quick, it's not sexy, it's not wonderful, but for the hundreds of business owners I've given that advice to that I've worked with over the last few years, it's going to come in very handy um, right now. So the next thing and last is telehealth, all right? I want to dig into that because it's it's obviously going to be where you're going to get your cash from for the next month or so, right? But I, I want you to think about it as a opportunity to become uh, internationally known, 
right? There's a chance for many of you listening to this that you can become an expat. You could work with sports stars. You can work with people all over the world. You could dip into different countries, um, into you know India or into Canada or Britain or whatever, right? Like you can go all over with telehealth. Much like you know the the, the online stuff for the next three to six months is probably going to be uh, where all of the money is spent. So let's see if we can get you there. Now, a big thing, and this came from a call I had with somebody today. Uh, he said, well, you know, we're all on, we're all hands-on. We're all hands-on. I said, cool, great. But don't fall in love with the fact that you're hands-on because you're selling something not understanding what the customer's buying. You want to think that they're buying hands-on, but really what everybody buys is something else. They're buying certainty. They're buying confidence. They're buying assurance. When somebody comes and sees you, they're, they're not buying hands-on. You want to believe that it's because of hands-on, right? That's crap. They're buying so much more than that. And again, it goes back to basic principles. Listen back on all of my podcasts. I've been teaching this for years that um, often businesses sell or aren't selling what the customer wants to buy, which is why they get conversion problems. And in this case, it's very true. For you that is sat there thinking that customers only buy from me because I'm hands-on, is you thinking about you. And let me explain that. Right now, your customer, your average typical Joe on the street is petrified right now right is is that their mind is spinning they're, they're isolated they're lonely they're skeptical they're nervous they're doubtful they're, they're angry they're resentful they're worried they're happy to be with their family but then they're frustrated that they're with their family it's just like there's just a cocktail of emotions going on in your business owner in your, your client's brain right now more than anything they're seeking certainty and assurance i would wager that if you have a hundred people on your email list and you sent an email that said we can't do our normal treatment but for those of you looking for assurance, looking for certainty, looking for some confidence, looking for a, a leadership kind of authority figure right now to just talk to about their health situation, um, I can't promise to do as much as I would in you know my clinic uh, as normal, but I can be there for you. We can set up a Skype call once a week and I can you know make sure that you're doing the right things and I can just be a voice for you to listen to. I know full well that they will respond and they will pay right? And then it's up to you what you charge. Even if you go, well, let's do it 50% because of the situation, whatever, right? But the point I'm trying to raise to you again, as always, is stop listening, ear to the voice in your head, because that'll fucking kill you. And stop listening to everybody else around you, because most of them are just as fucking frightened as, as everybody else around them, right? There's a reason I like being isolated most of the time, right? Natalie's my news these days. She, she tells me what goes on in the world. I don't really want to know half the time. But it's like, all right, I'll listen to you because we're, we're kind of locked up together right now. I've got, I've no escape. <laughs> I've no chance but to, to listen to, you know, what what's going on in the world um, because I'm I'm spending that much time with her now. But um, I love her, really. Um, don't don't get that back to her. Um, <laughs> but you get the point, right? Um, you get the point. Just stay around smart. Like, just get around business owners who think properly and, and just don't get sucked into all of this shit that's kind of going on. And by the way, even if you, you know, you, you want to stay open, stay open. Who gives a shit if a few business owners think that, that you, you know, oh, you're just after them. No, you're not. If you morally believe that this is the right thing to do because you can help people, then then you stay open and good for you. Most of the people that are, that are listening to you or, or having a, a judgment on you, they're irrelevant. And by the way, anybody who judges you is irrelevant. Never let anybody who, here's a phrase for you, write this one down, best part of the podcast. Never let anybody who judges you influence you. The people who love you do not judge you. 
There you go. There's the magic in today's uh, podcast. So I want you to remember that if you're on the fence with telehealth because you think that people won't buy it, I would strongly encourage you to consider that you're not seeing it from their point of view, that what they want right now more than anything is assurance, is confidence, is certainty. I know you can do that. Um, I know I can do that. And it's funny, I had three people, I've fucking spoke to that many people. Today I've had three people. Oh, I'm thinking about telehealth, but, but, but. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I said, well, can I just ask, um, why did you ring me? And they went, well, I just wanted somebody to tell me what to do. I went, well, that's what your patients want from you as well. Do you see the irony? You're ringing me for confidence and assurance and certainty. And yet you don't think that that's what your patients want from you. My job is to point these things out to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is going on all over the world. It's madness. The way people think is just, it's screwed up right now. You've got to stay around this type of thinking, otherwise it's going to kill you. The the opportunities for you are everywhere. It might not be that I can help you replace your revenue and so on to the tune of what you were making, but I can certainly help you limit the blood loss. So stay close to us. Get you know, keep listening to the podcast. For full disclosure, you're not going to hear as many podcasts because we're rerouting all of our resources, including producer Jake, to our members. That's got to happen in the next couple of months. Um, they obviously pay us um, very well, and they right now need us at every point. We're putting Jake in to coaching calls and helping with podcast delivery of members and social content and all sorts of stuff, uh, as well as building out membership site, extra videos, and so on. So you won't hear as many podcasts. Um, but I'll still jump in from time to time to you know to to share with you one or two things. I respect the relationship that we've got together. If you want more from us, you know where to get us. Nothing's changed. Cash Club is there for you. Uh, Mastermind is the 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 it's flying right now. The uh, we took on I think five new members in the last uh, ten days since all of this kicked off. So it's. Uh, it's flying uh, right now, so um, jump on board whenever you're ready. And if it's telehealth that you want, uh, you can get to work with me and the team and be part of the Cash Club for a couple of months with that anyway. So paulgoff.com forward slash telehealth is the place to get the information on the uh, telehealth extravaganza six-week program we're putting together. World's best experts, uh, soup to nuts, everything that you're going to need, policies, procedures, consent forms, software, legalities, billing, confidence to do it, the whole nine yards the best program um very likely to be uh, that you'll ever get from uh, a telehealth point of view so polgoff.com forward slash telehealth hopefully uh, we kick off well we do kick off next thursday at five o'clock eastern uh, be a couple of hours on the first module all on replay usual thing it'll be inside a membership site for you uh, come on board and you'll get two months as well inside my cash club program where you'll get access to me my coaches extra initiatives we're putting on inside of cash club uh, increasing the number of calls with me uh, again hence reason we won't be doing as many podcasts moving forward during this period because of literally rerouting everything to uh you know to the to the uh, members that we rightly have to, to to help and to serve through this time so so that's it i hope it's helped um recap it um don't panic breathe work out where you are um amber red and green scenario pick a lane uh, protect get your cash fight with your banks and your landlords be respectful of them all if you're not going to pay your landlord this month just make sure you add the, the 500 dollars on the month after and so on or if you've got enough cash yeah you're still going to need to to try and find initiatives like telehealth to bring in cash but focus on your systems your lead generation your marketing should all be going on uh, your relationship building with clients should all be going on. They need phone calls and want phone calls from you now more than ever. I promise you, and everyone's listening to this, thousands of you that do, if you pick up the phone to your leads who haven't called you or didn't respond six months ago and you ring them now and say, I suspect you've still got back pain and you're still in your house and you can't move as as you know free, as freely as you might have done. You can't get to a gym. You can't do various things. How's life? Do you want some love? They will be your first clients back on the schedule. And if 
any of you can tell me that that defies or that is not going to happen because it defies the basic laws of life. Read Cialdini, um, How to Influence Friends and Win, uh, Influence People and Win Friends. These go back to the basic principles of life and how relationships, and that's where we all are now. We're all stripped back, we're all in it together, and it's back to the fundamental principles of life. And he or she who applies them faithfully and diligently for the next two or three months is going to be king when you come out of this. And that's what I want for you. Think smart, act smart, be around smart people, and this whole thing's going to be fine, and it will be the defining moments uh of your life and uh you'll be you know you'll be looking back on it thinking that was the year for me right that's it for me i've got uh it's five to one i've got to go i've got big uh afternoon of calls ceo program check-in calls all afternoon today so i'm excited i'm going to speak to another 46 businesses in the next uh in the next four and a half hours so I promise you everything I'm bringing to you, it's real, it's in the moment, and it's just, it's great. Enjoy it. It's difficult uh, to understand what I've just said there when you're enjoying it, but I promise you when you look back in a year or two's time, this will be the, the, the making of you, and this will be, uh, you know, this will be who you are. Don't look back and wish you'd done more. This is the way I'd, I'd end it. Do not look back and think, I wish I'd done more in that period of time. Do not look back and think, I wish I'd explored avenues for coaching or mentorship or um, you know, being around smart people. And do not look back and wish you'd supported your clients better because uh, that, that for me is the first rallying cry to my team. Uh, do not look back and think we wished we'd support our patients or our members of our you know, mastermind programs better. So uh, I hope uh, you've enjoyed the podcast and um, I'll be back as soon as I can. Have fun. Uh, best wishes to everybody and uh, stay safe personally and um, immunize your business uh, because it will serve you uh it's going to serve you well. Your business is the baby. Keep giving it the milk that it needs and uh, it'll look after you. Have fun. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.